Second Chronicles 29 shows the possibilities of zeal. Right before King Hezekiah steps into the throne, there's this 16-year period of King Ahaz. And King Ahaz brings all kinds of wickedness to the kingdom of Judah. And it culminates in one of the worst things he could possibly do, which was shut down the temple. King Ahaz totally closes the temple and keeps God's people from worship. Now, as King Hezekiah steps in, the normal course of things when someone enters into leadership is, all right, we had 16 years of the temple being closed down, 16 years of wickedness. This is going to take some time. We need to let this play out. We need to you know, have a gradual timeline of restoring the temple and bringing people back into worship. But what is not factored in that kind of thinking and that kind of perspective on human plans is the power of zeal. When God sees a servant have zeal, true zeal, spirit-filled zeal to bring the kingdom down from heaven, he can do in a matter of moments what humans could not do in decades. King, he- King Hezekiah began to reign when he was 25 years old. I love this. As you hear what is about to happen, keep in mind, this is a 25-year-old, and he reigned 29 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Abijah, the daughter of Zechariah, and he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, according to all that his father David had done. I love that King Hezekiah's zeal was so strong that the chronicler, the one writing, he even skips over his father Ahaz. He doesn't even mention that Ahaz was his father. Hezekiah's heart was so zealous that it connected right to his father, David, verse two. Okay. In the first year of his reign, this is verse three, in the first month, he opened the doors of the house of the Lord and repaired them. You find later in the chapter, this wasn't just the first month of his reign. This was the first day. Day one of Hezekiah's reign, he comes in and he doesn't have this gradual process. What Hezekiah sees is wickedness spread throughout the land. And just like Jesus entering into Jerusalem and he sees corruption around the temple, he doesn't wait around. He doesn't give a speech. He just makes this whip of cords and he overflips the, te- the table. He overturns the wickedness around him. Hezekiah enters in and on day one, he says, we're going to open the temple and we're going to begin to restore. What you see is he goes to the Levites, he goes to the priests and he commands them in verse 11, my sons do not now be negligent. In other words, don't be lazy. We've been lazy for 16 years. We've let corruption spread. He says, for the Lord has chosen you to stand in his presence, to minister to him and to be his ministers and make offerings to him. Later on, we see verse 17, for eight days, they consecrated the house of the Lord. And on the 16th day of the first month, they finished. It took them 16 days to overturn corruption that had been going on in Judah for 16 years. That is the power of zeal. When God finds zeal, he can do through his spirit in a matter of moments what could not be done in decades. And all this culminates in the very end of chapter 29. It says, thus the service of the house of the Lord was restored and Hezekiah and all the people rejoiced because God had provided for the people for the thing came about suddenly. That's exactly what they experienced. They saw 16 years of corruption. And then suddenly in a moment, the spirit of God came through one zealous servant and changed everything. This is what God does through zeal. There is a dam. You can think about it this way. There's a dam that holds back divine power. And this dam is held up by pillars of unbelief and sloth. Whenever a generation or people are marked by unbelief and sloth, there's no faith. There's no fervency. 
God wants to send healing waters. He wants to send divine power, but he can't break through because he can't find faith. He can't find fervency. He can't find someone who will look beyond human priorities, human plans, human precedent, and look up to heaven for what can come down from above. Where he can't find faith and fervency, he can't break through. But where he finds zeal, he breaks the dam. He sends floods of healing water. He brings a restoration and a renewal that happens in a moment. He reverses the temple tables that were spreading corruption, and he brings about, again, a house of worship for his spirit to dwell. This is what God can do through zeal. Now, we see in scriptures, yes, there are times when God wants to bring change one degree at a time. He wants to bring a gradual renewal. He does this, for example, with our sanctification as we behold the spirit. He changes us from one degree of glory at a, at a time. But there are moments in life and there are seasons in the church when God wants to bring an overwhelming tide of renewal. He wants to show how his power exceeds all human plans, how he can move through zeal and do more than we can do in a century in our own power. He is looking. He's looking for those like his son who are consumed with zeal for the house of God. That's what was said of Jesus in John 2, 17, zeal for your house will consume me. And the question is, as he looks throughout his church, he's looking for someone to break through. Will he find it in you? As he sees a dam of unbelief and sloth, will he find in your heart the faith and fervency to believe that God can change everything in a matter of moments? And thanks for joining Live Full Daily. If you'd like to sign up to receive the daily newsletter, go to livefull.org daily. And if you'd like to support Live Full Ministries, go to livefull.org give.